0: Something really exciting in the Bible. In the last um, couple of weeks, we've been talking about the effect of the Bible, the Word of God, on our lives. Two weeks ago, uh, we heard from Steve that God has the power to save us through His Word, through the Bible. Last week, we heard that the Bible has the power to heal us in our bodies and in our minds and in our souls. The Bible has the power to heal. And we saw that the reason it has this power is not because it is old and mysterious or a dusty book or because it's magical in some way, but it is full of power to save and heal because we are told it is the words of God speaking to us. Steve said to us in the introduction week that if we will accept that this is the word of God, the very words of God spoken to us, then it's like him actually coming into the room with us wherever we may be when we're reading it and speaking those words straight to us, which is an amazing thing to think, isn't it? Um, I was thinking about the, um, you know, we record each of these weeks um, uh, the word that's spoken um, from the speaker, and the faithful guys at the back who are on the computer, they record it all on the computer, and then they upload it to our website, which you should visit. If you haven't visited it, it's really good. And there's a stock on there of all the Words that we hear on a Sunday, and if you were listening to one of those because you'd not been at church or you wanted to hear it again because you wanted to go over it again, um, you uh, you'd get an opportunity to hear the words that were spoken, um, and. You, could have, you sort of would listen all the way through. Hopefully it would be no longer than 20 to 25 minutes. But, you know, it's very variable. Um, and so while you were listening to it, you kind of think, oh, this is really good, you know. And especially you thought, oh, I really feel that this is a great, great impact on me. I, I wish I'd been there. You know, I wish I'd actually been there to hear the word spoken at the time, because there's something kind of special, isn't there, about kind of being there and hearing someone speak. Um, And so I was thinking, you know, imagine if we updated, upgraded our website, which probably cost a little bit more money, um, so that when you clicked on those talks, actually, you got one of those, you know, those holograms that they have in, like, Star Trek and stuff, you know, and then there's a sort of rotating, you know, ghosty-looking Pastor Clive kind of spinning around, and then you would actually see Pastor Clive speaking the word to you, you know, and you think, wow, this is absolutely amazing. Um, and then, you know, it would be good because you'd see everything. But actually, you know, when he inevitably got Paul Karelius and some other guys up at the front to do some sort of example of what it was he was telling us, you know, you think, oh, you know, it's not quite as good actually because Paul's not here in the room and the other guys aren't here. I can't see the examples. And when he was kind of, you know, looking at you, you'd know he wasn't really looking at you. He was actually looking at Adam or whatever, whoever was in front of him at the time. It wouldn't quite be the same. And after a little while, actually, the same joke, you'd start to think, I'm going to fast forward this bit, because I've heard this joke a lot of times, <laughs> just because it was a lot of times, not because it wasn't a good joke the first time round. And then you'd start to think, oh, you know, I'll just go to the bits that I really like. But then imagine if every time you clicked on it, the person that spoke the word actually came into the room with you, and they did that all over again, but it was with you, it in real life and every time it came in it spoke to you in a different way even though the words were the same the effect on you each time was different because it's a person they'd be alive and you'd be able to interact with them that would be a website and a half right You'd, you'd all have visited that website everyone would even if they didn't come to church people would go to that website because it'd be an amazing thing to experience So this is the power of the Word of God, the Bible. That's what the Bible is like. It's the ultimate download sermon website, okay, is to read the Bible. Nothing can have that impact on us except the Bible, okay? So this week, we're looking at the effect of the Bible on our lives to bring faith. The effect of the Bible on our lives to bring faith, So I'm going to begin by asking us a question, which is, um, who here would like to believe that there is something better coming in your life? Okay, I didn't say that you do believe something better is coming, but who would like to believe that there is something better coming ahead of you in your life? That's good. Great. You're in the right place this morning. Okay, let's see why you're in the right place this morning. So, if you turn in your Bibles, or click on your app, or um, download into your brain the verse Romans 10, uh, the chapter, the reference Romans 10:17, which has come on the screen for you now. If you have nor, neither the app nor the brain download, um, so it says this: Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message. And the message is heard through the word of Christ. Faith comes, consequently, faith comes from hearing the message. And the message is heard through the word of Christ. Lord, I want to pray today that you would help us to hear this message. And that in our hearts, faith would come and rise up. Faith in you, faith for more, faith to believe for better in our own lives, faith to believe that you want to bring something good to us and that you are a faithful and good God who loves us. And thank you that the way that you show us you you love us is through your son Jesus, who you sent to die for us and who rose again so that we could have everlasting life. And Lord, to access that, it's not hard. But we do need just a bit of faith. And so today we see it's so important that we understand what you're telling us in your word. And we pray you'd speak it to us clearly and that we would change as a result in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, what does it mean to people today to have faith? What does it mean to people today to have faith? I think many people would immediately still think of religion or of god a quick search on the bbc website revealed near the top a story about interfaith week recently with a football match between vicars and imams which you can see here that's probably a lot of people's idea of faith today okay although to us it may sound like the beginning of a good joke did you hear the one about the football match with the vicars and the imams but we i won't tell you the rest of it Okay, so others might think of faith as anything that is very airy-fairy, okay? So not like science or engineering that need good, hard facts, but just things that are a bit, you know, based on nothing at all. They would consider that to be faith. For some, it's about things that they cannot see or understand as opposed to what can be seen or understood. So you probably heard lots of people say, I don't know how the plane works, I just believe that it will fly and I'm just believing that the captain will fly us. So for some people it's just about something you can't understand must be faith. I don't know if you've um, ever heard the expression, with the eye of faith. Um, so, and this is usually used, in my experience, by sales sometimes by other people. Um, And sometimes it just means something that isn't there, but I'm trying to convince you that it is there. So you hear, with the eye of faith, you can see this. And you think, hmm, I'm not sure that's really there at all, actually. I I don't know if you've ever been to um, one of those museums or um, kind of archaeological places where you go in and they have this amazing drawing of a building that they've restored or, you know, a, a, a dinosaur that's been discovered and the drawing is just incredible. And you think, wow, this is absolutely amazing. And then you turn and you look down at what it is that they actually discovered. It's like a little toe and one bit from one of the arms or something. And you can see that they fitted it in and then they built this entire thing. With the eye of faith, you can see this is what the dinosaur would have looked like. And you think, hmm, not very convinced about that. That just looks unconvincing. It doesn't, it's not about faith. It's just about not very much. Um, for others, maybe it's a last-ditch thing, a last-ditch effort. When everything else has gone wrong, maybe faith can help some people. And finally, um, three of the top four search returns on Google would tell us that faith is a brand of shoes that you can now only buy in Debenhams, okay? <laughs> that's, so that's three of the four top searches on Google when you put in the word faith, okay? So what does faith mean to us today? I'll leave you to make your own mind up about that. Um, well, apart from the last one then, um, there is something that we can maybe draw out from these ideas um, and I suppose it's an idea of being sure or certain of something that we currently do not have or cannot see, okay? So that probably does, we can probably pull them out of the other things that people might think about faith. Now, let's go back to the verse again. Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word of Christ. The first thing that we need to take away from this verse is this, faith comes faith comes, it does come. this is probably the most important part for us to understand today. Faith comes, okay you can rely on it, it will come three years ago, um, I was on a uh, a transfer um, in Amsterdam airport um, and Uh, I was sitting watching the World Cup, I think, I I can't remember how long ago it was now, Um, and there was another guy there, and it was funny because I just felt, oh, I just feel like I'm going to chat to this guy, and he came over um, to me to start a conversation about something or other, and we got on to talking about God, and uh, we had a long conversation there, and eventually I had to run to my connection because I just was like, Lord, this guy wants to talk about God, so therefore the plane will wait for me, probably, um, So, but it did, I did eventually get there just in time, and it, we exchanged emails a short time later, and this is what he said to me in his email, amongst other things, I am, and, and I've, uh, I've c- kind of condensed it a little bit, because it was very, very long, okay, for your benefit, okay, I am baffled with your religious conviction despite your educational skills as a doctor, very kind of him there. <laughs> I left that line in, I was gonna take it up, I thought, no, let's, let's tell everyone about the educational skills. I'm baffled with your religious conviction despite your educational skills as a doctor. Don't you see that religion and science are mutually incompatible? That is, you can't believe in both of those. How do you bring together rational scientific facts and faith issues such as the existence of an everlasting life or an everlasting spirit? So this is what, and there were lots of other questions that he, we went on to discuss. Um, but isn't that a fascinating question? That was one of the biggest things that he took away from our conversation. In other words, he was saying, faith in God is only for some people. It's if you can't understand things, or if you're having a difficult time, then those people are people who have faith you may have heard it said i certainly have that some people are people of faith i don't know if you've ever heard that expression people of faith like people with blonde hair or you know some people can do that thing where they roll their tongue inside their mouth and apparently that's supposed to be genetic i'm not sure if it is i've never looked it up um i don't know if it's genetic or not if you can do it that's great at the end, we're going to call you. now? we're not really. We're going to call you all up to show us. So, um, you know, people of faith, people of blonde hair, people of no faith, somehow it's connected to who you are and who you were made to be. Maybe some people are more likely to have faith because they're more emotional or they're more airy-fairy. They like to dance in meadows with butterflies. And that's, the, that's a faith person, okay? Whereas others of us or others out there need to trust in Something real and solid, something with facts. Someone once said to me that they wished they could have faith in God. They wished they could have faith in God, and that they were jealous of people who had faith. Okay? So, this is, you know, some of the things that may be in our hearts or in the hearts of everyone who's walking around in the world. They would, this person was jealous of people who had faith. But God is clear, and he wants us to understand very clearly this morning. This word says that faith comes. It comes to you, okay? There is no one excluded from this promise that faith comes. It might be faith to believe in God at all, or it might be faith for something that you feel is you know, a big issue in life, or faith for some sort of money, financial issue or need or faith because you're sick and you want to believe. You want to believe that God can make you better from your illness. This verse says that faith will come to you. Amen? That's what it says. That's what the words say, don't they? Faith comes. So there is no one here who is not clever enough or too clever and scientific You do not need to be a particular type of person to be a person of faith. You just need to believe that faith comes. Okay? Is that okay? Are you with me? Okay. It's it's easy, isn't it? This is not a hard one, is it? This is not one of those weeks where you think, "Mm, I'm going to have to go and listen to the hologram on this one. I just don't get it. This is an easy one. Okay? Faith comes. So, secondly... The passage says, faith comes through hearing the message. Okay, faith comes through hearing the message. When I was at secondary school, there was a guy in my class, Stephen Long. He was really good at chemistry. I was really good at chemistry. There was like rivalry between us. Who would win? Long, or Andy, that sort of thing. Um, and so, but we were really good mates. And um, actually, now that I reflect back on it, um, uh, I think every week for probably five years of our lives during the time that school was on, we would speak to each other on the phone to, because we couldn't understand chemistry homework. Probably many of you here can understand what I'm talking about. We couldn't understand it. So we'd speak to each other on the phone I'd, and usually I'd ring him in the evening. And when I first started um, ringing him, um, basically he'd pick up the phone and there'd usually be some sort of like crackly noise you know, like sometimes you get when you make a phone call to people. And then he'd say, hang on a second. And I'd say, all right. And then you'd just hear sort of. And then his voice would be really close to me. And he'd say, go on, I'm listening. (laughs) And after a little while, once I'd known him a bit more, I said, what are you doing? (laughs) And he said, oh, I'm in the airing cupboard. I'm sitting on the boiler. It's the only place in the house where you can get reception on this phone. <laughs> and every week when I rang him about chemistry, he'd pick up the phone and wherever he was, he'd walk to the boiler, the airing cupboard, sit on the boiler, and then you'd just hear the noise of the door, <laughs> close, and then we'd talk while he was in the I was in a normal location, <laughs> like <laughs> the couch, and he was in the airing cupboard because it was the only place we could. he could hear me he had it was the... I'm going to say 90s, early 90s, and cordless phones weren't very good if you were more than about five meters from you know, wherever it was. So he got where he could hear me and then we could continue the conversation. So I hope you can understand what we're talking about there in that this passage says, faith comes from hearing the message. You have to hear the message for faith to rise up in you. And so we need to get in the airing cupboard with the portable phone, wherever it is that you can hear the message of, I don't need to go to your airing cupboard and sit on your (laughs) boiler, although, you know, Jesus does say go into your closet and whatever, but, um, you know, we need to get wherever we can to hear the message. If you need faith, and we do, it's part of our lives. It's like food, sleep, water, energy, faith. You were made to be a person of faith. You are not... Someone of lesser or more faith, someone who can have more or less. You were made for faith, okay? Just like you were made for food, you were made for energy, you were made to drink water. You need those things in your life. If you don't have those things, you're less. Eventually you die without those things. That's what faith is like. It's part of your life. And in your life, you're supposed to have it feeding you just like everything else, okay? You're made to be that person. So we need to get where we can hear the message. It's just as important as finding out about your chemistry homework the night before Mr. Williams is due to market, okay? Um, at this point, I'm going to um, just ask Tashara to come up and I'm going to ask him a couple of questions. I forgot to get the microphone off, Andy, actually. Oh, you have got it? Okay, great, thanks. Do you want to come up? I'll do it for you. There you go. Okay, so... This is Tashara, everyone. Big round of applause. Okay, so Tashara, tell us, how do you get where you can hear the message? What does that mean to you?
1: It means quite quite a lot to me. Sorry. (laughs) Um, Because um, when I first started coming to... I, I was feeling really low. And the first message I heard was, uh, Jesus, your hero, or Jesus, your savior, uh, which was, again, one of Andy's. Marvellous. <laughs> um, and um, it was really... It felt as though my week had gone really, really bad. But that God knew that I was struggling and that that message... Meant for me to hear. So, yeah.
0: Okay, so I remember you saying to me it was like God knew that you yeah.
1: needed to hear that. Yeah, he, he. it was as though He'd been watching and then thought, well, He's down, he need, but I don't want to give up on Him I, and this mess, I need to reach to Shara. Mm. Mm-hmm. And
0: how's life been since then?
1: Um, life has been. It's it's not been absolutely perfect, but I know that I can trust in the Lord, because um, the great thing about um, the love of God is that His love is accessible to everyone, mm-hmm. and that if you get de- it's easy to give up, but it's even more easier to go to the Lord when when you're feeling weak. Because I've always knowing him as being my, my salvation. And he, he always fills me with wisdom and guidance when I need it the Great. most.
0: Fantastic. Thank you very much. round of applause for Tishara. Can you take that, you take that back with you? Thank you? Okay, so Tishara came to church here. He was invited to church by someone, and he came. And when he was here, he heard a message from God. He heard the message. He was somewhere where he could hear the message. Clive, um, sometimes you hear him, or you may have heard him use this um, example, that he who runneth about in shower get wet. I think that's it roughly, Pastor Sally, isn't it? Yeah, he who runneth about in shower get wet. So what, what we need to do to see faith in our lives is to put ourselves somewhere where we can receive the message that God wants to bring to us. So, you know, and Tishara said that, you know, other people have had a similar experience as well, you know, of the feeling of being in church or of being somewhere and someone reading the Bible or speaking, and actually it's like it was only you that was in the room and God was speaking that to you or to me, okay? So can I encourage you, well done for being at church today, if you're listening to this on the hologram afterwards, never mind for not being a church. Come next week, <laughs> okay? So, can I encourage you? Do you, if you are part of our church here, do you go to a cell in the middle of the week? A group of people meeting together to connect with God and to grow and to change and to connect with other people. That's a place where you can hear the message that God wants to bring to you. Have you got a Bible at home? And if so, do you open it? Because in there, there is a message that will bring faith in your life and in my life. Okay? You know, do you have a Bible on your phone? That's one of the great things about smartphones today is that they have the Bible on them. You can run yourself under the shower all day, if you like, in the Bible because you have it with you. So do you get what I mean? I'm saying, what I'm saying to you is put yourself somewhere where you can receive the message. Be with other people who you know have connected with God. And if you see something in them, be with them. You're there when you're with them. You're somewhere where you can hear what God wants to say to you. Um, And finally, so get where you can hear the message. Faith comes through hearing the message. And hearing comes through the word of Christ. So if we can do the last point. Okay. So, hearing the message comes through the word of Christ. That's what the end of that verse tells us. And part of hearing God is about believing that it is God that is speaking to us. Okay? So, in this passage, Paul is writing to people in a church. He's saying, the way that faith comes is through hearing a message that you heard from me or that you've heard from others. And the message comes because God is speaking it to you or is speaking it to people. And somewhere we have to connect and say, I I hear this message, but I believe it's from God and it's for me. And that is when faith rises up in our hearts. So, you know, sometimes it's hard to receive. Sometimes you you kind of feel like God might be speaking to you, but it may be through someone or something that is difficult to accept, you know, Um, or somebody speaks something you think kind of, well, you know, I know that doesn't particularly line up with your life. I've seen you be very different to what you're saying there. But the question for us is, can we receive the message? As the words of God spoken to us. So, in this passage here, Paul was talking about the message about Jesus, the good news about Jesus. And he was also talking about the message of Jesus, okay? The words of Jesus through messengers sent all through the Old Testament when the prophets, the messengers of God spoke to people. And still today, God is speaking to people through his messengers, okay? He's speaking to people through the Bible. He's speaking to people through other people who believe in Jesus. He's speaking to you in your heart. God is still speaking the message of Jesus today. Okay? And we are, our only work in this verse is that we would hear, put ourselves where we can hear. And sometimes, you know, God does the extra effort for that and he just gives us the message anyway and we weren't even really listening. Like when you come out of somewhere where you had no signal and 10 text messages arrive at once and you didn't really plan to receive them, but they just came because that's where you were standing. And that's the goodness of God to us, that God does speak to us. And our role is to try and put ourselves where we can hear the message. But then at the end of it, we need to believe, hey, this is God speaking to me. So you remember at the beginning we said, it's like God is in the room next to me speaking these words into my life. And actually, when we think about it like that, we think, how can I not do something with these words if God is sitting in the room with us today speaking these words to me? How can I not do something with these? Even if what I do is to say to God, God, I don't, I don't understand what this means. Please, will you help me To understand that might be something you would say right if you were sitting with someone I don't really understand this please can you help me to understand it but in doing that by asking God that you are saying I believe that you God is speaking this message to me and I'm going to ask you what does it mean I don't understand this please help me to get over this thing in my mind which has always been a problem for me about these words God wants to speak to us and he's speaking to us in the message. And we can, we can reliably believe that faith will come as we listen to that message. So um, just to, to kind of draw us in, I really felt like um, God wanted us to capture hold of two things. One is that faith comes when we read the Bible. Faith comes to live our life with God. The faith that helps us to live our whole life with God. And also, faith comes that we need to see particular things broken through in our life, where we need a particular thing in our life. So faith comes to believe in God and to walk with God in our lives. And it also comes for something that we actually just feel like, I just can't believe that this is going to happen. But God, you know, I know that faith comes if I hear and receive this message. So those two things. So I want us to Um, respond if we can by standing up. We're going to stand and finish, draw things in now. I'm going to pray for us um, in two ways. First of all, I'm going to pray for us if... I'm going to pray for you if you've never been able to be someone who you think this is a person that can believe in God. I'm not a person that can... Believe in God. I've not managed to overcome whatever it is. I'm not a person of faith that can believe in God. And if you feel like that, God's speaking to you this morning, and He wants you to know that faith comes when you hear the message. Okay? So I'm going to ask us all to close our eyes now. Um, I'm going to pray a prayer um, for us, and I want you to pray it after me. We're all going to speak it out together. Asking God to bring us faith. Lord Jesus, thank you for speaking to us today. Thank you you that that faith comes to anyone who will hear the message about Jesus Christ. Lord, today I ask that you would help me to have faith that you are for me and that I can walk with you. Thank you, God. Amen. Okay, I want to ask this while we are, our eyes are closed, I want to ask, has anyone prayed that and really meant it in their heart who's not prayed anything like that before that's a new thing to have ask God for faith to believe in him today I'm going to give us an opportunity just to raise your hand so that I can see you it's good to say hey I'm going to believe and I'm choosing to do something practical to show that I have so if I could ask you to put your hand up and um, I'll come and chat to you after or you can chat with the person that you came with as anyone for the first time, ask God for faith. Okay, that's great. Thank you. Okay, I'm going to pray for us in another way. Um, I really want, uh, if, if there's something in your life where you know that you need God to help you believe that it is possible for him to break through when nothing else has worked and nothing else will break through and then i'd just like you to lift your hands up to god as an act of just saying lord i want to believe today that faith will come to me and it may be something that you feel is small or maybe something you feel is huge it may be you know that you're sick and you want to believe and have faith that god will heal you and as we lift our hands up now i'm going to pray for all those whose hands are lifted that god through the bible through his word spoken to us, will cause faith to rise up in you to believe and to see change happen. Father, I want to pray for each of us here with our hands up. Lord, I thank you that you see every situation that we're thinking about as we lift our hands to you. You see everything that we need to believe for. And I thank you, Lord, that you are not frightened by things that seem impossible or too big. You are able to bring faith into our lives. This verse says, faith comes. Faith comes. And Lord, today I want to speak over each one of us, Lord, with our hands up, the truth and the power of this word. I want to speak over every person in every situation. Faith comes. I want to speak out over us. Faith comes. Actually, why don't we put that on our own lips? If you are believing God, you want to believe God for something, then I want you to speak out now. Faith comes. Faith comes. Faith comes. Help us to grab hold of your word, grab hold of the Bible, grab hold of the message, like it's you, your very self, sitting next to us and speaking this word to us. Lord, I thank you that what that means is when we leave church, we haven't left some sort of special place where you can only be found in that place. You know, no, that's not the truth. The truth is that when we read the Bible, the Bible brings the presence of God into our lives we can meet you the same way that we can meet you somewhere where we may feel much more like you are there. And Lord, I want to pray that we would believe the Bible to be your very words. God is speaking to us the words of Jesus, whether it was spoken thousands of years ago, or whether it's spoken today, it's the words of Jesus spoken to us into our lives. And I pray that the Bible would become for us something new and exciting. Lord God, for those of us who've read it for many years, and for those of us who've only turned open the pages or seen a verse from it today on the screen, pray the Bible would become for us something supernatural and amazing in our lives, that you would cause us to believe in things that we never believed we would believe for in our lives, that we never thought we could see, that faith would rise up in us to see those things happen.